So I'm with the creative team of 40ish. Uh, Tracy Hayes is the director. Nicole Stewart is the writer and uh, main cast member. It was in every single scene. 40ish winner of best performances at the Comedy Film Festival. Really funny film. Kind of a poignant film. I guess it's about ageism in the industry, correct? But it could be in the industry, I guess, right? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I think, yeah, I mean, I guess. But I, I guess it's more prevalent. I think sure. in this industry, obviously, because it's based on your way, the way you, how you look, really yeah. how you look, as opposed to somebody being like 60 years old and going out and trying to find a job would be hard as well. You know, I mean, yeah. I understand that. Um, so, yeah, that would be the analogy, like someone, someone in their 50s or 60s having to do an interview and then and then you see their age, right, where it's the same kind of kind of analogy with like but of course there's some inside baseball with your film whereas like if anybody who is an actor will laugh at certain parts that are kind of like oh i've been there before i've seen this before and i know it's, it's a little bit comedic and you're kind of like a little bit over the top but it's really there's a lot of truth to your film i guess i could say right yeah there's a lot of truth to it i mean a lot of those things um happened i mean Pretty much all of them happen, except for I was trying to think of which one really didn't ha happen. Uh, well, like me getting the part <laughs> in the end really didn't happen. <laughs> you just wrote one for yourself, which all great actors do, right? Exactly. Exactly. I just was like sick of it. I was so frustrated. I came home one day from an audition and I was like, talking to my husband about it. And I'm like, hey, this just makes no sense, you know? Um, and I think I like lost a part to the, the director's daughter at that point. It actually wasn't about my age, yeah. but then wait, there was- Wait a minute, wait a minute. There's nepotism in the film industry? I never- <laughs> What? There's like yes. people who are like, like kids of like of the parents who, who are in powerful positions who like get roles and like get casting positions. Anyway. So anyway, sorry, I know, I know it's like, it's still, it's still a sensitive topic because it's like, I, cause I've been there before from the production side where like you see everybody is basically like family members who are in the crew and you're like, Oh my God, it's like, what am I doing here? Right. So. Yeah. It helps. I mean, just like any other, it's like family business, you know, like, so I get it. Yeah. I understand it for sure. You know, and there are a lot, they have that gene. A lot of the children of major stars have that talented gene and there's just no way around it. They're just like, have it, you know, have the same thing their parents did. I think, um, so. Okay, so you wrote the script and you're like, like out of like frustration and out of your personal experiences, obviously like you your frustration, yeah. your origin story. It's almost <laughs> a great, it's like an origin story. It's like you start 1995, like coming to the big, you know, the big city. And then when does, when does, uh, when does uh, Tracy come in? When does that kind of relationship develop between the two of you? Well, I wrote it. <laughs> I mean, I was just back it up a little. I wrote it and it sat there for a while. And then right. I had a friend, the girl who produced it, Caitlin Renee Campbell, who read it and was like, you've got to do this. And at that point I was like, I, how? You know, I had just had a baby and I used, like I had done 
other plays before and I did one other short film before and I always funded it myself. But life, as you know, it changes when you have a child and I didn't have that money to sort of throw around anymore. Um, and Caitlin was like, you need to do an Indiegogo. You have to raise the money. And so we were in the process of that, which I didn't want to ask people for money. That was just like the worst thing in my mind I could do because I had said, you know, there's so many more people that need that money more than me, you know, and I just felt awful doing it. But then Caitlin said, everyone's doing it. Zach Braff did it. Yeah. He's a major, you know, Hollywood movie star, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, yeah, you're right. But I still don't feel right. And then somebody else had said, look, for as much as somebody wants to help somebody who has, you know, a real uh, imperative issue or is in pain and suffering, there's people who want to put comedy into the world and, you know, support artists as well. And that kind of was like, made it a little bit more comfortable for me to do it. So we did it and we raised some money. We didn't raise a, a lot of money at all. It was like a roughly under $7,000. So during the process of that, um, uh, Tracy and I take class from, uh, well, yeah, Tracy sits in as a director <laughs> on Larry Moss classes. And um, I had asked her because my husband knows a friend of hers who's a director. And I said, hey, do you have this person's number? I wrote this short film and Tracy and I said wait but you do sets right and she's like yeah yeah and she goes but I'm also a director and I'd be interested and I was like okay well do you want to read it and it was during a lunch break at Larry Moss's acting class Tracy you gotta love yeah yeah no it was it was <laughs> I don't want to no, it's right. I mean, exactly how I remember it happening. Um, we were in the right place at the right time. Larry Moss, uh, for those that don't know the name or not familiar with it, yeah. um, they should know if, if there's an actor listening out there, they should look his <laughs> name up right away if they don't know who it is, because he is, in my opinion, one of the, the last, the great uh, traditional, you know, was raised out of that sort of Stanford Meisner uh, you know, technique from New York, uh, Stella Adler, these really well-established uh, coaches in their own right. In any case, so I am in Larry's camp. I had been going for many years uh, uh, and I had actually, I believe, Nicole, I had seen you and and your husband, Matt, in scenes prior, maybe the year prior, I feel like. Yeah, you, you paths a number of times. yourself, yeah. I think, to me at one point there. Like yeah, there was... It was just like one of those things where it was like we saw more familiar faces and then we got to talking and and the next thing I know I'm I'm sitting um where were we uh we were at the Soho uh, House the Soho House sitting there feeling talking so Hollywood. about it <laughs> very very beautiful but just sitting yeah. there talking about the story so yeah that's great that's great that's amazing so then okay so then. So then the, so you guys talk about the script, you obviously, the, you connect with it. So what's the next, what's the next step you got? You just you raise some money and then you think you have enough money to make a 25-minute well, comedy? Not, I mean, <laughs> I, I knew it wasn't going to be enough technically, yeah. 
you know, um, and I was lucky enough to find Tracy who like, you know, everybody did this on a favor and on a dime. I mean, people got paid, but like not nearly as much as they should have. Yeah. Um, and you know, I just pulled favors from everyone that I possibly knew. Like I, I got all of our locations for free and illegal. <laughs> I might add, we had like no permits yeah. um, at all. Thank God through a client of mine who is actually in the business. His name is William Hines. Um, I, you know, I, my day job, I'm a Pilates trainer. So he was a client of mine for a really long time and he has a production company and he had offices in this really cool building downtown or not downtown in Culver city. So, um, he had offered, he goes, well, you can use my offices. And I thought, oh, that would be amazing. So I took him up on that. And then like my husband went to Stella Adler acting Academy and he somehow got us to get that for free. Um, and the waxing scene, I asked the lady who does my waxing, if she would let us use her wax. I mean, you know, you're a producer, you're pretty, you produced the, like the, you needed the, you did what you needed to do to make. I did. I did. And I also, you know, like I was, I, I went grocery shopping. I got people, my mom helped to get people to donate free food from restaurants so with all of that and all that help and Tracy's help getting people to work at like not nearly as what they should be paid for, including Tracy herself, yeah. um, everybody liked the script. So I don't know, Tracy, you want to just, a, I just want to jump back for a second. Your mom, I, cause that just went over my head for, for five, but I just caught up to that. Your mom went to restaurants and was able to convince them to give them free food. Like, how does that, well, but restaurants she frequented, that. you know, that, um, no, that's pretty, that's, yeah. Pretty, that's so like there was one where we had pasta and salads and she goes to, a, it's called Vivoli, by the way, Vivoli cafe. It's here in Hollywood on Crescent Heights across from the, the laugh factory. Um, she knew the owner. So she said, look at my daughter's doing this film. Um, would you be interested? And she'll do some social media posts about your restaurant. Yeah. And then I went to also a restaurant called Chibu, which is around the corner from me here and yeah. asked them if they would be so kind to donate pizzas. Um, and then I forget we had four days of food. I can't even remember the other two. I don't, I don't, I mean, it was, it was, <laughs> that was so, a long time so, ago. No, it was just, it was just an interesting <laughs> thing that you just said, because it's like, I've never, I've never heard that before. Like all my times, it's like, hey, like anyways, it was good. So that basically what I heard there is that your mother really loves you and she really supports what you do. So yeah, that's, that's what the message of what I heard I got from that. Yeah, she's amazing. And, you know, she helped with a lot of things too. You know, like we all rolled up our sleeves and like I was grocery shopping at one point and then trying to pick up. I, I was like, I, I told, I told Nicole that like, the first day of filming, I'm like, you got to like, put that hat down and, yeah, and you gotta get, get into you, get you into leave. your role i mean yeah. it was you know i think i had i had directed a number of projects where the actor had also written the, yeah. not only written the script but also basically executive produced the project sure. and they're you know it's 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 always a challenge and it's it's a juggling act and i think 
Nicole, I thought you did um, an incredible job given the circumstances and our timeline and, and you just, you know, were able to, you know, I mean, maybe in the moment it was just like, oh, wait, <laughs> you know, you have to pivot. Um, and yeah, so I thought, you know, yes, it all came together. Well, I called you, Tracy, like the night before we were supposed to shoot. And I had this like moment when I was doing, I was picking up something and I go, oh, do I even know my lines? Yeah. Like I really had that moment because I was so caught up with, you know, trying to get the parking for Stella Adler and like figuring out like how we yeah, produce their brain. Yeah. You know? And I called Tracy. I was yeah. like, can you just come over and let me run these monologues with you? Because, you know, yeah. and then thank God that I did write it. So it, 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 it helped a lot, but yeah. I hadn't looked at the material. Like I did a couple, we did a reading or two cause you were shooting a commercial. I don't remember, yeah. but I remember having wow. that moment of like, holy shit, we're shooting tomorrow and I haven't gone over my lines. It's a lot. <laughs> no, there's like a, there's like a famous story where Clint Eastwood's directing play Missy for me for the first time. And he's preparing for weeks, weeks, weeks. And he's like, He's like, he's producing the film and he's directing the film. And he's like, he's, he's so in the weeds. And he realizes like the 11 o'clock the night before, it's like, oh my God, I'm, I'm acting in this film. I forgot that I'm acting. <laughs> so he's like, he had to like pr mentally prepare himself to like, cause it's like, that's what you're, when you're taking on multiple roles, you have to make sure that when you're, especially when you're the actor, like you have to make sure that you're, you're, you're in the frame. Like you're, that's the most important yeah. job you have, I guess. Right. So yeah. Well, and thank God though, sure. I had Tracy to, you know, take care of, like, you know, take care of me yeah. in that regard. <laughs> you know, I was like, because I was starting to spin out of control for a second there. Okay, let's talk about the film because I love the first, I love the first three minutes of the film. I think it's fantastic. The montage of like, it's a cliche, the person coming to Los Angeles, but it works. And then, but then that beautiful montage you guys have of like, of like the process and the failures and the, you know what I mean? And the, like the passion that you have, your character has as an actor, I'm assuming you do too, the, you know, the dog and like the, like the loneliness and like the douchebag agent, it's like fantastic three minutes. It's like, you hook the audience in, even if they're not in the industry, they're like, okay, I get this. This person is like, this is this is life, right? This is struggle. This is this is what life's about. So, was that in the script or montage? Well, you know, it was a. You know, it's interesting, Nicole. I, I forgot about this um, until recently because we there was a montage. There were certain moments that we had talked about and we filmed, and we went to the editing room and realized there were some beats that were missing. So we ended up doing a pickup day uh, months later just trying to capture some more moments that really visually gave the story of what, you know, the past do the past due bills and, you know, the sort of repetition within the different kinds of film, you know, the different shots were very, it was very intentional, like the leaving the camera in the same uh, spot with just different wardrobe changes and like really trying to get, I'm glad that that resonated with you in terms of giving that sense of, of, this this person's life you know in, in such a short amount of time so that was that was the goal and a beautiful like ending to it where like you're it's like you don't move the camera that much but it's like a little bit of a, a push in 
when she she realizes right in that moment, great acting on your part too, where it's like, oh my God. And we've, you know, I've I've turned 40. I'm assuming Nicole, you have this made a film called 40-ish, but you don't have to say it basically. But it's like that moment, it's like, oh my God, I'm 40 years old. And it's like, and then you you like, then the montage is like, like that's what you're thinking in that moment. It's like boom, and then the film begins. It's like really great filmmaking, really great acting. So oh wow. Thank you. Thank you I so mean, much. I think, I think I think we yeah, I I we had such a, a collaborative team and Greg Cotton who shot the film, uh beautiful cinematography. Yeah. He he really um, you know, we had chatted about just how to get into the movie and you know Nicole the voiceover that you added in there was we kind of changed it a little bit to kind of find the right um the right way into the story um but it's sort of for me it's the right mashup of humor and heart and like and true sadness, grit right? laughter and sadness makes great comedy sometimes right yeah for mm -hmm. sure and and i mean yep. the, yeah the struggle is real yeah <laughs> No, we can, we, we get it. It's like people, like, like I said, a lot of people will watch that montage and they can, they'll resonate 100% to what that journey is, right? So, yeah, it's like, it's yeah. like, you don't see it very often. You don't see that realness sometimes, right? Where it's like, in the, like how this industry works, usually it's glamorized. Yeah. Film about a film, right? So. There was something, I'm glad that you said that because it, I was very intentional. If, the film, if you look at it as a whole, the scope, you know, it's very much people in rooms having conversations. If you think, like, really, if you boil it down, and yeah. and I wanted to be intentional about making you feel claustrophobic, and it's not about it's not about these grand, you know, camera movements and sweeping. You know, the scope of it was very intimate, and I think the goal was to make it feel like everything was closing in mm -hmm. Nicole's character where she did she just didn't have it became this monotonous like cycle I mean now it's interesting looking at talking about casting in 2022 versus when the film was shot in 2019 where you were still going in the room more often now everything I mean I just finished directing my first feature and I casted my leads off of a zoom yeah. chemistry read and it was so bizarre to me to think you know how can I how am I in this position now? But you know, when we made the film, I mean, now it's more of a hybrid. Things I, I, I still think it's more on Zoom, but it's interesting. You know, I really wanted us to feel like we were in the room yeah. with with her well, yeah. the whole time. As quick plug, Tangled uh, is your feature film. You can watch it on Amazon, right? Oh, thank you. Yes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I was voted. It was voted like one of the top ten like movies to watch in the Hollywood Reporter for yeah. Valentine's Day. Yeah, and your lead actor was a Josh. Anyways, well, good talk to you. He's a very handsome. Yeah. Actor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so so you got so we go to so you're, she turns forty and then and in that realization she goes to an audition. She's bearing her heart and soul, and then there's like obviously the other side's not feeling the same way. You go to your 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 therapist and perfect casting. So who's I'm just curious who that actor was who played the therapist. Chase Winton, she's actually a super talented um, actress, obviously, and a teacher at the Groundlings. She yeah. has like been a teacher at the Groundlings for years and she's taught everyone. Okay. Yeah. And um, I knew her from my Buddhist, my Buddhist group. I would go to her house and chant and always. <laughs> I had no idea. Wait, what? Yeah. Yeah. That's how I knew I Chase. It. 
Yeah. And <laughs> we were also that. in a couple of writing classes together. Um, not oh at the God. same time, but we used to take writing from this. And then she saw Larry teach at mm-hmm. um, either UCLA or USC. And she knew I did Larry all the time. It always she, comes back to Larry. That's yeah. the whole, the whole and mantra of like, today. I am dying to work with him. I love him. And she was like really impressed that I did his class all the time. And I said, look, I'm, I'm writing this stuff. And I think I have a part for you. Would you even <clears throat> consider doing it? And by the grace of God, she said, yes. No, perfect, yeah. perfectly casted. Like, it's like, she's, yeah, we know she, that character. <laughs> she, is right? she is amazing. And I think she added a couple of things in there too, that it was interesting, you know, I was, I was thinking, Nicole, how much was, imp- you know, we, I know we had improv bits and pieces here and there, you know, to approach, when you're, you know, approaching a co- like a film with comedy elements. Um, but we, we, I feel like we stayed pretty true to this, to the scripts. I mean, we played and we tried stuff, but I feel like in the end, I mean, maybe I'm right. From the a couple years. <laughs> right. Exactly. I guess that was a whole. <laughs> that <laughs> was the ending was like a whole improv situation yeah. that's right when you got because we were driving we were in the car we were doing pickups um and i love the you know i think it's so interesting in film where you prepare and you prepare and you show up on the day to play and then you know that we found that ending where you lit she just got out of the car in the middle of the street <laughs> i'm just like please don't get hit by a car <laughs> oh you i know, know, I know you I'm and greg were in the back seat <laughs> you're like what is she doing so the 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 dog. Who is the dog? That's my Maggie. Oh, That's it's your dog. Maggie. Yep. She she's been in another student film I did before, and somehow she always knows her cues and when to look at the camera. <laughs> she's so into it. She's yeah. amazing. She's a yeah. There was a bond between the two the, the two of you. So I guess that was that was a natural bond. I guess right. Yes. She's a person trapped in that little. Oh, she was a little. She loved everybody. Body. I mean, it was. It was very, we, yeah. The waxing, the waxing, for some reason, it's always funny. I don't know why, but why like getting waxed and the way you guys shot it too, with the legs and it's like, yeah. Tracy. (laughs) I was just, it's so funny because you just, you know, I always think of Steve Carell and, you know, four-year-old, you know, and I think there's something as a woman, you know, who's, I would assume most women who have had that experience can attest to the sort of awkward vulnerability about having such a personalized conversation, not only with the person who's, you know, waxing you, but also her friend, which I was like, wait, you're bringing your friend in with you while this is happening. And, and to do something as like mortifying as finding a gray hair and just thinking about like how personal that is. And um, I thought that that, and it was the tiniest, smallest, room we could fit like it was genuinely the actors the sound mixer the camera and i don't even think i was in the room there was like no room (laughs) it was such a small room and the the, there's like there's always that overweight unattractive white male like sitting at a desk and he's like he's so oblivious but for some reason he's got a certain power bruce well that his name is andrew slush Schlesinger, but the character's name is Bruce. And yes, by the way, the first thing really happened to me with the first agent. Yeah. And this really happened to me with that guy who was eating and on the phone. And 
it's I think it's interesting how, you know, you think about ageism and and in the in the industry and how, you know, I was attracted to the story because I'm like, oh, we're having a conversation like we're having a conversation right now about just what that means and and sort of just like I don't want that to go quiet because it is still like, you know, Nicole and I as women in the business, yeah. it's it's interesting how you know, me being, you know, behind the camera and her being in front of the camera, you know, even though, you know, we're, we're doing different jobs, we're still having similar experiences in, in different kinds of rooms. And I yeah. do think there's, you know, progress, uh, which is really exciting to see, but um, it's still, it's still, it's it the, the gender sort of the, the, if you look at like women in sort of the roles that are now you know, being written, which is exciting. But if you look at the age, it's still a big problem. Like I think uh, I was reading recently this um, survey by Dr. Martha uh, uh, Lozen. I'm gonna totally butcher her name. She's an executive director of Ch uh, the Center of Studies of Women in Television at uh, San Diego State University. And they've been tracking gender studies since tw uh, 2002 in regards to women in film. And they said so there was almost twice as many male characters of female characters ages 60 and over and only 5% of women uh, of them and then 9% of male characters were in their 60s. So I guess they're just, it's just the older, you know, you can kind of, men can age yeah. into other roles and women as they get older can't as much. But, they're, but, they're, but the men who are, if they have a spouse, they're always younger. So if it's Correct. a 50 year old man then he's married to a 30 year old woman, I guess, right? Correct, so, yes. Yeah. That's still, that's still, so women are in their 20s and 30s, yeah, and the, and the men are always 10 to 15 years older. Um, right. That's still, um, and so I'm glad we're talking about it, because I want to see that change, and I think it's, um, you know, really the, the central thing that wrapped in this humor, obviously, and, and Nicole was willing enough to it write does, about yeah. it. It, it, <laughs> it does, yeah. You know? well, it's so funny, because like, in the, when you're watching the film, it's funny. And then I'm watching it the second time, and it's like this: your character has this this really tight support system. Like she has her friends, and it's like it's almost like it's a roller coaster where it's like it's like storytelling. It's like she gets she gets built up by her friends, and then she gets teared down by the industry. She gets built up and then tear down. It's like why are you doing this? It's like it's like, get out of this madness, right? Uh, yeah, no, it's true. It's it's. True. Yeah. I mean, and the truth of the matter is like, you know, I can't even get an agent, right? I don't have an agent. You know what I mean? Like people won't, I mean, I think that's changing right now because of this short film, yeah. but prior to that, it's like, how old are you? Like a top agency isn't going to assign anyone who's no. And in their forties, you you know, or any older, because like, well, what's on your resume? Oh, like a co-star here, co-star there, blah blah blah, you know. And then this, the the thing about it though is that this industry tries to be so um, woke about everything and supportive and supportive about women, yet the truth of the matter is. Like I couldn't, I can't get an agent, you know, and and even go to audition to these things or mm -hmm. casting would never call me in for a part, you know, but I'm, I am changing that now and I'm pretty confident about it um, because of this movie 
And I hope, I hope to keep making a difference and to keep talking about these, you know, not severe injustices towards women, but, uh, but you know, it's, but it's, it's so interesting, you know, it's so interesting, Nicole, because on the flip side of it, like just the other day, I, I'm in this position where it's like when I was young, all I wanted to do was be an older, mature woman. And now, you know, it, I was just having a conversation with some, a producer the other day and I, I casually said, oh, yeah, I've been working, you know, as a director for the past 12 years. And they looked at me and said, oh, you look so young. And I said, oh, thank you. I'll take that as a compliment. So yeah. you kind of, it's interesting how both Nicole and I are like, it's like, because uh, it's like all I want to do is be respected for my craft and, and sort of the voice that I have to bring to my storytelling. And yet, oh, you, you know, oh, can you be too young? I mean, this could be with a male or, or a female, but I just think it's interesting how we're looking at this perspective from two different vantage points in our lives where it's... <laughs> the, the, the comment yeah. that that person made is like, it's kind of like, like, why are you saying, you know what I mean? It's, it's, I, that's what I was like, what, why exactly? I was like, I didn't really, to me, it wasn't a clearly that wasn't meant to be a compliment it was like oh, oh i i underrepresent i under um what's the word i i um you know under underestimated you which and sometimes is kind of great because then you walk in the room and you can if you do your homework and you show up and then you can yeah you know you can show them what you're made of <laughs> but, yeah I, I think there's like the, just to jump back what you're saying about woke it's like there's there's so much hypocrisy in this industry it's like like they pretend that they're and I can be down on it because it's like they pretend they're one thing, but like like we talk about ageism, it's like you know, like look at like you know, look at their guns. Like it's like they don't mind like <laughs> they don't mind having a million movies about guns, and then they, they'll try to be like pro gun control, right? Like basically, right. you know what I mean? It's like it's it's like it's like it's BS. You know what I mean? It's like the BS meter. It's like they're pro like women's rights and ageism, but then what, what movies are you making, right? Like what? yeah yeah right so it's like it's about making money right so then they just say that it's about making money right so anyways but because i think you're right this that's that's why this film and i think that the tone of comedy is the perfect element right because it's like you're 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 like there's an education there there's an interesting journey your character has but it's still funny and i guess like as tracy as you're directing the film it's like you got to make sure every scene i guess is funny i guess right that's sort of the tone that you're having I mean I think I, I I would say I think the result I mean what what people think is funny it's sort of up to each person and each viewer like what they find funny but to me what was rooted in the it's always about the truthfulness and the and grounding the situation and and a lot of the situations that Nicole wrote about were so over the top that the humor kind of was seeping yeah. out of them and really you know yeah so the, the goal wasn't necessarily to make something funny as much as it was just to connect to the material and and these absurd personalities that are sort of gatekeepers, which we're still running into, you know, on both sides of, you know, like we mentioned, like producers and who's, 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 who's funding the movies, who's writing the scripts, who's, you know, taking who's the head of development. And I think yeah. it's, it's both, it's both in, in act in, in sort of as a, you know, casting as well as it is on, on my end in terms of getting that, you know, getting those projects made. And, you know, I think, uh, yes, but to answer your question about the, the comedy, I think uh, I, it's very uh, gratifying when 
I see people connect to the humor and to see where it lands for people. Um, it, it's, 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 it's great. And, and it, it hasn't been as much in person as I wish. I mean, we made the film uh, in 2019 and, and we kind of put it in festivals at the beginning of the pandemic. And, and it's been an interesting journey because with any kind of comedy, you, you know, there's nothing more exciting than being in the room and, yeah. and, and watching the audience sort of react to those moments. Yeah. So I've only had one opportunity um, so far to have an in-person screening in Los Angeles, but it was, you know, a very intimate and, you know, I was, I was happily surprised because there's moments where you kind of forget. I mean, that was, you made that film. It seems, you know, it seems like that was so long ago, but it wasn't, <laughs> but it, you know, lots of, lots has happened since. Of since course. Yeah. Lots of, so <laughs> so 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 what did you guys think about the, so we sent the, the, the audience to you. What did you guys think of the feedback video that we sent you? I oh. was just so surprised and um, I just, I really let everybody got what I wanted people to get as far as like the message, the comedy, everything they said was exactly why I had written it. So there, for me, there was nothing more rewarding than seeing that. And mm. I, it just melted my heart. And um, I just love what everybody had to say, obviously, because they all have to say amazing things, <laughs> but <laughs> um, but they got it. And that was cool because, you know, you put yourself out there, you write this thing, you have these uh, messages and intentions and, and then to see all these different people get that. Yeah. I mean, I was like, I was like, yes. You know, it was just an ultimate <laughs> moment. And I've never seen that before, you know. And then also, you know, you have your friends and your family and people see it and they're like, oh, my God, it's so great. It's so amazing. Sure. So funny. Blah, blah, blah. You know, um, so it was cool. That was a very long answer. For no, you. no, it was cool. Like I, I, I liked I liked that it was it felt more personal than like reading a, like a review. And I think that that was something I had not seen done at other festivals before. So I appreciated the time that people took to, to, to really be thoughtful about giving immediate sort of mm -hmm. feedback to, to, to the film. And I think it's, um, you know, we do it because we love it, but it's always nice to hear when people also identify with the work that you do and, and acknowledge that it's, yeah. it is nice. <laughs> so they got it. They got it. Basically I got yeah. it. Like, your intentions were like you, you, it's very good. Like your, your performance, Nicole is, is terrific. It's like, you have so many co costume changes. You have so many like styles and like, like, because they, I mean, it fits the characters. Like there's like, you're, like you're all over the place in the film. And Tracy uh, helped with that look, by the way. I mean, which was the great thing about working with Tracy was a designer, right? Not, that's how you grew yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. But she's got such a great eye, you know, and she down to the point where she, you know, picked out what kind of look she thought I should have, yeah. you know, for it. So between our collaboration, um, but that was great to have, you know, even we had a wardrobe person who helped, obviously who would go shopping with me and pick things out. But, you know, having Tracy also guide us on that was great. I never had a director do that before. Yeah. You know? Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> I love that, Nicole. I love how years later, you know, you collaborate with people and as you've been doing these 
these interviews, which has been so much fun. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> so I have one last question for you. Uh, okay. Was it always attended because it's a happy ending, right? So was it always going to be a happy ending? No, it wasn't. But I realized I wanted, I, as a writer, I was like, I wanted people to have a payoff, you know, for sitting around for 25 minutes. It was originally supposed to be 21 minutes. Um, it was a 21 page script, but, um, so yeah, so I had that idea. I had no idea if it was going to work or not. And we shot it and I'm so happy we did, you know, cause I think it really paid off in dividends and gave it the perfect button it needed. Mm -hmm. So while you're filming it, you had a different ending or you didn't have an ending and then you're kind of trying to figure it out while you're filming? No, no, we had a different ending. Um, the original script, like, do you want to, you don't have to, do you want to say what the original ending was? I don't even know if I remember it. I, I was like, I don't think I remember either. I, it was maybe she, it ends with her not getting the job because she, looks too young as opposed to looking too old okay which was actually the reality of what this happened with that audition gotcha. um, which is one of the reasons why i wrote this script again um so but you know after after being in this writing class i just with um been studying with this guy um jeff gordon for a while now i just realized you know as a viewer you People want to have a payoff, whether it's true or not. And I just thought, well, what would happen if this happened? You know, yeah. let's just try it. Because we already had the other kind of mediocre, like, meh, ending. Um, yeah. but, you could, but you could have made it meta. And basically, the happy ending would have been like, you've been frustrated. You got home, wrote a script, and then... You talk to Tracy and then basically. <laughs> like, well, right? I want to write a short script about this situation. <laughs> oh my gosh. That would have, well, you would have had to cast somebody because I, I will never, <laughs> I do not live in front of a camera. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I'm just, I'm sorry. No, just the version of you, like you cast the version. No, because that's the ending. That's, that's still, like, I understand what you're saying. It's like, it's kind of the, it's kind of like a, a shorter version of the, of the happy ending, I guess, that you have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just really glad that we had an opportunity to, that we had the time to go back and to explore that ending. And we weren't sort of locked into a specific deadlines, although deadlines are always good for, for getting things done. I think there was, um, it definitely was the right move to go back. And we were in the editing room for a long time, but it's just, it's just nice to think about, you know, it, it feels like it was so long ago, but it really wasn't. But we've just been through so much um, since we filmed the film and how much our industry's changed. I mean, I'm sure, if, you know, not just for actors, but also for as a filmmaker and how we made the movie to think, you know, how that would be now. I mean, it's so different and we, you know, we're just sort of so much more freer and we didn't even realize, <laughs> you know. Yeah. So. Talk about luck and timing. It was like literally yeah. right before the pandemic started, you know? So you filmed it in 2019. You're editing it, I'm assuming, during COVID. So you're talking about like three years, this last three years. 
yeah, like a lot has a lot has changed. A lot, a lot of bad has happened, and a lot of good has happened as well. I guess, right? Like, but it's like definitely the world has changed drastically, right? Drastically. I mean, I can't even like with the. I just, I would have never, ever. If you would have told me, you know, I would have never believed it. And here it is, you know. Mm. So. We were supposed to end it, but while I have you guys, let's. If you if you want to keep going, I, I don't mind talking to you at all, at all about this. No, but. I mean we could we could we could end with a one one question if you have. I mean I'm happy. Okay. Whatever you want, I'm here. I'm here. About, like I just because you just you brought it up, so I'm intrigued. Is that so? You shot it in 2019. So the editing process. What was the editing process like for like who who was the editor? Like Nicole, that you're acting in every scene. Were you in the process? Were you? in the editing room like watching it like what like what was the pro like what was the creative process with that not while i was shooting i was not i know we had a uh, walter moyes was on the set you know doing the dailies okay. and so i upon tracy's request i took a step back and let her go in and do a um a first cut with walter but it was also it was hard because they were shooting other things. So yeah. they, you know, so that took a little while for them. Like when Tracy wasn't shoot for, you know, Tracy, you can explain it. <laughs> no, they, I mean, I, I, yeah, I just, I think like, your daughter no, just did a cameo. Yeah, yeah it was, it's my son. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Son. No, it's okay. It's okay. He knows I'm doing this now. So <laughs> uh, I think that, I think the, uh, to answer your question in regards to post, I I felt, you know, we we were obviously both close to the material, Nicole, having, you know, experienced some of it and lived it. And I had, you know, she graciously, I was like, hey, let me, I would love to do my director's cut first pass, you know, just to kind of look at the performances and, and be able to come at it, come at this uh, without just like, I guess my perspective. And then once I did, once I delivered that, that, cut then then it was like getting it was nice to be able to then go off and and just look at it from my point of view and then nicole and i went in went at, went at it together after that oh gotcha so the, the rough cut was done but like as as nicole said like you're busy you're busy you're a director you're busy and you're you have a career as I'm, I'm, I'm assuming you're moving into directing now but you have a pretty prosperous uh production design art direction career so you're not like at home like editing like you got stuff you're like you're doing no we worked well and also i'm you know i'm not a editor so i work with you know the that whole process yeah i mean i came from that world i you know production designed art directed for many years and you know i pivoted you know i i obviously was grateful that i built built the experience and connections through that world uh, you know, leading departments and, and telling visual stories in that way. But ultimately, you know, the goal, the, the, it was always directing. And this was one of those great projects that was, it was contained, but yeah, we took some time in post. We took our time and I'm well, glad we, we did. We, we took a lot of time. Yeah, we did months. It was months. I mean, I think it, we had more time to edit that short than my feature. My goodness. We, you know, just <laughs> thinking about it, you know, cause it was, it was, we had a couple months that we we just really looked at it and went back and shot some more stuff and then you know so yeah well and then and then walter the the, the first editor got 
you know, had to move on uh, for obvious reasons. And Tracy was shooting something else and it wasn't where I wanted it yet. Um, so COVID's happening. So I was like, got my husband to edit the rest of the reading. Oh, wow. And we literally went through, I got to go through every single take, every take I ended up going through all over again after we had a first cut and we just dissected and dissected and kept going back and forth and trying different moments. And then we'd send a cut, like a piece of it to Tracy. And does this work? You know, and then she'd come back with, I like this, but I don't like that. And then we'd try it her way, you know, and we did real like process of elimination to find the best possible timing of each scene and beat wise and music, everything. So like COVID ended up, I think giving, cause on a normal, had we not had COVID, I would have never had the time to do that yeah. ever. And we were up to like three, 4 AM, my husband and I trying different things. And then we send a pass to Tracy. Oh, that's so cool. It was, it was actually a really, really, and then I would even say, I didn't, I mean, I learned how to do little things and I, my husband would leave and then I'd try to play on Adobe with like, what if we reverse this? And what if we, you know, and I knew how to do like a part of an idea. So then I'd do it and then I'd explain it to him and then he'd come back and fulfill it. And then we'd send it to Tracy. So it's just like I, this group effort. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but it was like, you know, I was pretty neurotic about it because I had the time and I just really wanted to see everything that was shot. And I figured, why not? I have the time. Yeah, and awesome. It was cool. It was a really cool pro. Everything about this short was great. Like from the day I showed up on set till today and I'm still like getting lovely surprises by everything that's been happening and I'm it's just been a really good thing yeah I'm well really it's like a cliche but it's like because you're you they you rewrite the screenplay in the editing room you rewrite the story in the editing room but you're in every scene so you're you have to while you're watching yourself and it's like you have to kind of remove yourself from like your vanity, right? It's like, it's like, cause you have this, like, cause we're all guilty of like seeing a photograph of ourselves and like, I don't like that angle. Blah, blah, no, blah. it was hard. It was yeah. really hard on that front as well. Just to like, it was hard for me to watch myself a hundred percent. It was story. You have like to a nightmare, you know, really. Yeah, sure. And you know, I have my things that I'm like, okay, I liked. And then the things that I was just like, Oh, I hate this part, but you know, but with the help of the other two people, yeah. it helped it, it, you know, it took me out of, you know, and then, and then you're like, well, is this funny? And then you're like watching it so many times, like the first time you're like, yeah. And then like, you've seen it 500 times and you're just like, I don't even know if this is really funny at all. You know? yeah. <laughs> like, and I wasn't trying to make yeah. it, you were just trying to get the, the, the truth of the situation. You know, it was always went back to the truth of, you know that we got what did you say i'm sorry i said you're serving the story you have to serve the story like in, in, yeah. in the editing and then well that's why but as probably tracy probably knows is like that's why most comedies are focus group because it's like 
you just you 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 lose you like you 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 kind of like you watch it a thousand times. It's like you forget. You do, you know, audience to bring in, right? You have to bring an audience to, to tell you it's funny, right? It's really interesting that um, that when I when the film when the film was recently screened in Los Angeles recently, it felt like I was watching the movie like for the first time because yeah. you know we had been doing publicity for it and some online festivals and, and getting some really great traction online. But I guess the, the point of that was just to, to you almost become numb when you're in the editing room and you don't, you, you forget what was working. And then to, yeah. to, it was just very gratifying to know recently that kind of relive that in, in sort of a new way. Uh, so I'm, I'm just so grateful that, you know, we, we had the time to, to make the film to, to really make sure that it came together well in post and that you know we're just able to you know just share our experience with you know everyone listening and and to you and and to you know just the time that you know you guys put into just you know making the film you know more accessible and and more eyeballs ultimately on the screen i mean that's that's what we want you know as filmmakers and creatives is just to for people to see the work so and it's doing like it's doing well. It's like getting like lots of festivals and uh, yeah. getting the record. Like I, Nicole, like your this is something came from your this is the seed of your creation. And like and so, how do you feel? How does it feel to get the rewards <laughs> and like and getting all these festivals? I know you want more because you have that personality, but definitely. Wait, what? I'm giving you a compliment by saying that because it's like, but it must feel good though, like because the whole time. Oh my god, it does. I have to say, it it, it does because you know you like you just have no idea, you know, when you go to begin this yeah. journey, and then to have gotten like the the feedback and the 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 places, and the people who have seen it, and it's just been it's a dream come, you know, at the, it's, it's a dream come true. It's been an amazing experience and I just want to do more, you know, you get like a little taste of it and it's just, it's so fulfilling to share your story and to be creative, you know, it's like, you know, it's made all the 25 years or 20 years of nothing worth it all, you know? Yeah. Um, it's been a really great, great experience from the get-go. It's it just, just did you describe in the editing? I'm glad we were able to talk about it because it seems like it was an education for you as well, like as a storyteller, like to see that last process and you able to go into because of COVID, I'm assuming, because you had time going and seeing all the takes, like that must have been very educational for you for, for you, like to, to go through that process. It was, and I actually thought to myself, this is better than film school. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it felt. I mean, I, I didn't go to film school and I don't know, and I probably shouldn't say that because I know Tracy went to film school. But <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> no, but I didn't mean it like it's better than, no. but it felt like I was in film school with the process of taking on all the different hats and the editing and working with a director who did go to film school, who learned a hell of a lot there. Um, (laughs) But it felt like I was in a crash course film 
film school 101, you know, and it was cool. It was great. I was eating up every second of it. Even the editing phase of it, it was um, incredible because I just felt like I was learning not even about, I mean, about the performances, about the comedy, about everyone's takes and about the, you know, the points of view and how you could change it in editing. Yeah, change the performance. Yeah. completely yeah. Yep. and it was just like I was like oh my god editing is like magic you know like literally magic and yeah. and then lighting and, and then the DP working with Greg who was incredible and you know I just want to do something else with everyone again you know um, it's so funny it's just like you know ultimately you just want to be it's, it's the the adrenaline of, of creating and being being on set and being being able to to show up and and being 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 walking into fear, knowing you know what it's okay to fail. I'm gonna because if you don't if you don't if you're not willing to fail, then you'll never try. And I just think that there's so much to learn through every experience, you know, regardless of how long it is, feature, short, commercial, whatever it is. So I think I'm so glad that that was something that you got to take away and and really have have ownership over because a lot of actors are just waiting for that role and they're not proactive and they're not yeah. writing something for themselves and they're not you know putting themselves out there in that way and and to be able to have that kind of creative control ultimately is you know that's the dream we all want is to get paid do what we love and have some sort of creative control <laughs> there's there's my pitch there's <laughs> well, you made a good, like, but you made a really good film both of you like the, this is a really good comedy like sometimes like especially for a comedy 25 minutes can be a little bit that's like that's kind of like it could be a red flag from a pro a festival director it's like yeah okay this because it's tone and it's all about like carrying the emotion for 25 minutes which is tough right but it works it like it really works and uh and i hope you guys are proud and obviously oh 100 percent director and uh and so we'll we're, she's talking to us now but who knows in five years and <laughs> like i'm just kidding but basically and you're nicole like i think the, you have two options i guess you have the feature version of 40-ish or then which i'm more i'm working on now I'm assuming, yeah, and then you can do fifty-ish, I guess, in whatever. Yeah, I didn't even think of that. Ten years, I guess, right? Yeah. (laughs) Thank you for that idea. (laughs) I'm just using the age as like, like it's like in years, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we're talking a trilogy here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, (laughs) love it. (laughs) I love it. You get a feature film, right? So there we go. Yeah. Let's do well, it. I'm ready. Have another comedy too that I'm. I have two other features that I've written. So, um, really, you know, and I've told Tracy this again. I'm dying to work with her again. So, we're gonna make it happen. All right, congratulations! <laughs> Thanks for doing. Thank it. you really so much. And, uh, thank so you for having thank us. Thank you for everything. Thanks. One, two, three, four, five.